Welcome to a brand new episode of Radercast. Today we have another fantastic fan community interview with longtime Tomb Raider fan, author, artist, and horror aficionado Claire Waller. Welcome to Radercast. Hello Claire. there. We just worked out about 15 years that we've known each other online. Yes, we have. It's been 15 years and this is the first time face to face. I know. So to speak. It's fantastic. It's very exciting. So, so lovely to finally speak to you. And I'm very excited (laughs) about this episode. But before we get into the details of this episode, please tell us briefly about your Tomb Raider journey, how you got to know the series and what it means to you. It started a long time ago, a long way off in the mists of the 90s. I was in my first year at university and we had just moved into this dank little basement flat. That's me and my now husband. And both being, you know, basement dwelling troglodytes, we just bought our first... We'd we'd been playing like Mega Drive, but we just bought our first PlayStation. And... Well, on the Mega Drive, um, there used to be this little game and it was called something like Warriors of the Eternal Sun or something. And it was a little Dungeons and Dragons game that nobody else had ever heard of. And quite frankly, you know, I think we might have hallucinated it. But anyway, it was like this great little adventure game. And I went down, toddled off, got a new PlayStation. It came with this crappy little Star Wars game thing that wasn't very impressive. And we went into, not that Star Wars is crappy because Star Wars is awesome, but that game was terrible. And then we went off to our local sort of game emporium and I said, I want a game that's got adventure in it and exploration in it and stuff like that. And he said, okay, yeah, I think I can help you there. He said there, I've got two games. I've got this one, which is called Kingsfield and it's like a a first person exploration game from Japan. And I've got this one, which is Tomb Raider, which is just come out and it features lots of exploration and lots of puzzle solving. And I said, yeah, okay, I'll have both of those obviously feeling flush you know student loans and all that so I took them home and the first thing I did was open up the Tomb Raider box and panic because it looked like it should have two discs in it but it only had one so I had to ring the double case uh, yes the double case so I had to bring up the map and say where's the rest of my discs and he said no there's not you don't need another one don't worry about it thank you very much nice Mr Games man and so we put on Kingsfield at first and I couldn't make head nor tail of that because it's you know, 3D Japanese nonsense. It was just like this, I can't, it makes me feel seasick. I'm not very good with first person games, as I later on discovered. And then I put Tomb Raider on. And to begin, yeah, watching the original one at FMV, didn't go to the mansion because, you know, who's got time for walkthroughs? No one. So went straight to, went straight to into the game and watched the FMV. I thought, that's really cool. I've never seen anything like this. And then those doors close and Lara looks at the camera. And I was just like, okay, she's not like a little sprite, like, you know, a couple of inches tall. She actually looks like a proper person. Yes, she does. You might say now she doesn't look like a proper person, but that, that then she did. And I started, you know, fumbling at the controls, trying to make her run forward, etc. Remember, tank controls. And the, the feeling of being immersed in this world was almost instantaneous. I had never seen anything like this before. I mean, you know, I've been gaming since my teens. 
I was 19 at the time and I was completely and utterly blown away. And obviously I didn't know, this was in the days before the proper internet. I mean, we, we, you know, we were quite early adopters, but we didn't have internet walkthroughs. We didn't have discussion boards. There was nothing like that. I knew nothing about this game. I didn't know there was anything like its secrets. I didn't really even know what I was doing. I was just running around thinking, <laughs> I remember the first time a bat the, the fact the first time I heard this and I'm like what the hell is that you know trying to figure out have I got weapons what do I do with weapons oh my god what's that spinny thing okay there's some that look, they look like guns that'll do you know and I got to that room with the two wooden bridges and even at this point I'd already le- I'd learned what the walk button was because obviously I didn't want it to fall off ledges and I heard that <laughs> noise and it was Perfect just like, oh. yeah, it was like, what the hell is that? 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 And so my sort of the fear in Tomb Raider came early for me. You know, just that sound maybe just go, what the? But I played obviously the first level, got to the end, zero with three secrets. You know, I mean, who got well, them there, all there, on their first try? Well, exa- well, exactly. Well, there are secrets. What are these secret things? What do they do? So I don't know. Um, I thought the little crystally say crystals were the prettiest thing I'd ever seen on the screen because they were beautiful. They still are. Um, they still are absolutely mesmerising. I think they're gorgeous. And obviously, so I keep playing through. The first time I jump into water was just like, you can swim. And not only you, can, you you've got to do things. I mean, this was revolutionary. You know, this was utterly revolutionary, and and that was it. I was just hooked. I was utterly from that first playthrough, just that first day, sat there. I mean, my old university lecturer. Sorry if any of you are just new to this. I mean, I don't think you are because I think most of you are dead. But you know, if you're not, um, I I you know, there were a few days where I you know had mysterious ailments. Um because I seriously couldn't leave lovely Lara. She uh, she had me, shall we say, in her grip. Um, my friend Andy <laughs> used to come over and used to play with me and I used to get a little bit annoyed with him because I'd be like, no, 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 it's my bit. You're not allowed to go any further than I've gone. You go any further than I've gone, I'll get angry with you. And I was doing a paleontology degree at the time. And so by the time we got to the dinosaurs, that was it. I was just convinced that this was actually made for me. Mm-hmm. This was my game. No one else was allowed to have it. It was mine. Um, to this very day, I still hide in the cave to fight the T-Rex. I'm not going up against that. Forget about it. That's not happening. Um, but Because <laughs> I'm such a coward. <laughs> I love how many different ways there are to do that part. I know, and that's what I—that's what I absolutely loved yeah, about the classics. But yes, that—that's how I got into Tomb Raider, and I have been completely and utterly hooked ever since. That is wonderful, and <laughs> I think it's an experience that many people have shared as well, and it's very, very relatable. I think it's fantastic. Thank you, but you know, it's a bit scary because it's been a long time. <sighs> well, we'll not mention years. It's fine. <laughs> no, we don't mention years. <laughs> you see. Oh, it was only three years ago, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it was. <clears throat> it's still 1999. What do you mean? Shut up. <laughs> so this episode is a, a spooky episode because tis the season. 
it is. And so every day is Halloween. Every day is Halloween. It really is online. Um, <laughs> you can't move for pumpkins. No, they're everywhere. So this episode is effectively going to be the horror of Tomb Raider. People don't realise this, but Tomb Raider is a horror game. It really is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, people people think it's not, but yes, it is. <laughs> Some of the scariest things that have ever happened to me have happened in Tomb Raider. It's simple as that. Well, keep that energy because this mm. episode we are going to count down our top three scariest moments in Tomb Raider. Mm. <laughs> you know my number one already. <laughs> I think I know all of yours, to be honest. <laughs> so, if we want to alternate, I'll, yeah. I'll start with my number three. You start and with then yours, you do your number three, and then we'll work our way to number one. Yeah. So, okay, that's fine by me. Let's start. My number three is one that actually surprised me when I started to think about this. Whereas I would be so tempted to actually name something, one of the multitude of things from the classic series, I am actually going to say my number three top horror moment in Tomb Raider comes in the form of the Senate ruins from Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Now, the reason being, Tomb Raider has always been known for its creepy atmosphere and isolation. Lara being alone against the elements in these very... They are creepy places. And I think this is one of the best creepy locations. What we have is Lara, having gone deep down underground, continues to rappel further down and climb down these walls, where it's such a stark difference from that greenery, that lush jungle environment outside which is absolutely beautiful and she finds herself in these horrifying ruins where there are like these volcanically shaped rocks everywhere everything is dark and gray and gloomy and it's such a deadly environment what makes it horror for me is that ambience and that mm -hmm. soundtrack because it mixes in wind with the howls and shrieks of what we haven't yet seen, and that being the mm -hmm. Yashil. It's just a noise. Those demonic people. They're fun. Oh, they <laughs> so the first time I played this part, I remember exploring this area and I think the first time I heard the wind and the shrieks rise together at the same time, and I believe the uh, the audio person for this game incorporated uh, incorporated I'm very Welsh then incorporated <laughs> a really nice subtle drum beat rise that sort of accompanied yeah. these shrieks. And for the first time in Tomb Raider in years, I turned Lara around and I hightailed it out of there, being like, nope, 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 nope just yep. as it felt like these shrieks were chasing after her. And it was so well crafted. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one 100% because I think I was really surprised at how well that... You know, I'm not surprised is the wrong word because the problem, sort of like with the reboot um, Tomb Raiders, yeah, there ha there is always still been that horror element to them that's still there, absolutely don't, no doubt. But it's a different kind of horror. 
Mm-hmm. It's the horror of survival. It's the horror of, you know, ha- being against the elements, being against the odds, being against um, people who are better equipped than you, things like that. But that bit, that particular little um, area, I, I think I actually, as I was playing this, I think I actually went onto Twitter and tweeted that, you know, this was some real, the descent shit going on yes. here. You know, and I and I was actually I actually felt for the first time in a long time I felt that what the hell is that and yes. what the hell is going exactly. on exactly and it was like on one hand I did I was doing that whole I don't want to know what they are <laughs> I don't want to know what this is this is really really scary and I don't like this but actually I love it and the other thing I think that really enhanced that moment was also the gas. Mm-hmm. The fact that it altered Lara's perception, and the fact that it was a very, very cool concept, um, which I think also links into um, one of my, I've obviously tried to pick one from sort of like the reboot era myself for my third one, and that would be the Baba Yaga bit in Rise Ooh, of the Tomb wonderful. Raider. Because I found that I'm, I was actually really surprised by Rise of the Tomb Raider because I came to the reboot a little bit later than normal because unfortunately I had children, and therefore Crazy. I didn't get a I didn't get a PlayStation Three um, because I had small children to to look after, and so I came to I came to the reboot a little bit later when I borrowed my friend's um, PC, and I have to say the beginning of the very first reboot game, because my kids obviously know they know I love. Tomb Raider and they know I love Lara they have no choice she's everywhere in our house um and they used to watch me um play bits of the classics not all of them just bits of them and they and I used to let my eldest at the time play the mansion mm-hmm. so she used to run around the mansion level herself and so when they found out that there was a new Tomb Raider to look at they went mommy can we watch it with you can we watch you play it and I said okay fair enough and and then when they were at sort of school I mean, they, they were not very old at all, but they were just gone. They just started going to school. And um, I so I thought, I'll give it a go, see what it's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caller, I am glad that I decided to do whatever when, when they were not around because it was like, why are their bodies strapped to the wall? And where does all this blood come from? This isn't this isn't what I remember. You know, so that that was quite horrific. But I think the Baba Yaga bit in Rise um, Considering most of Rise was, it was good, but it was kind of more on the action side of things rather than the horror side of things. Yeah. To go into that and it to be so disorientating. You know, I was actually sat there, I actually did sit there and think, how the hell are they going to explain this one away? Especially considering they had backed off from the supernatural elements of earlier Tomb Raiders. I was like, how the hell are they going to explain this? Because this is actually genuinely unsettling and comes across as being genuinely weird. And so I thought that section when Lara gets affected by all the drugs and she's all she's basically hallucinating her tits off. Um, I thought that was really, really, really well done and actually really quite scary and quite disorientating. I really enjoyed that as well. I think I played that one a couple of times. The first time I played it, I didn't mm. appreciate it quite as much as I did the second mm. time. And I think the part that really gets me in that is when she first starts tripping. And mm. I think she starts squeezing through those sort of tight areas. And I yeah. think what in reality are plants and rocks 
she sees as like these corpses and they're all just sort of stood there and they all sort of turn their heads in unison to stare at her yeah and it's really 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 unsettling and it also it kind of reminds you of that bit in Tomb of Qualipec when you know the mummy just looks at you Yes. You know, you don't, and the, you don't even realise it's there. No. But yeah, it has that kind of vibe to it, which I thought was, yeah, that was really well done. I really like that. I like what they did with yeah. that quite a lot. Yeah. Shall we hop on to our number twos? Yeah, try to. Okay. Go on then. You tell me yours, if I'll, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> <laughs> so my number two will probably come as no surprise to many people. Because I have never liked spiders. <sighs> see where this is going. I can see where this is going because yeah. yes, it's one of it's definitely one of my moments as well. So the Temple of Xi'an in Tomb Raider Two. Mm-hmm. Not only is that level my all-time favorite level yeah. anyway, but the atmosphere is phenomenal. It ranges between these spooky little whisper noises to yeah. this really. It's like a sort of discord. It's like yes. a har- it's a it's a harmony that's completely wrong, and it makes you, or at least it makes me feel slightly mm. nauseous. Yeah. Which is perfect because the entire level is just one big trip, and when eventually you're sort of climbing round the inside of this cave, you finally get <laughs> to, if you're lucky, and you've saved some flares, <laughs> a fairly <laughs> dark cavern and with... if you're not lucky you're running around with your pistols out yes <laughs> illuminate the area with your guns <laughs> yeah using pistols to light the environment and then of course you have these gigantic you have these sort of skittering <sighs> noises and i'll never forget those skittering noises because it reminded me i grew up in a very old house and yeah. occasionally i would hear that at night and it would just yeah. be like those giant house spiders that are like yeah that i know the ones you mean Ooh. yeah yeah and Tomb Raider 2 did not help my fear of spiders. That cave no. in particular, where they just come at you from all angles, and they they do this thing, which I fully blame the developers of Tomb Raider 2 for, because they could have chosen to give Lara the ability to get out of the way of them, but if they <laughs> attack her, she does this sort of ow animation, where she sort of, yes. she's like knocked to the side, and you can't control her properly while she's doing that. So they just keep coming at you. And also, that area is really tight. So the normal, the normal, the 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 the, the logical whole sort of panic bounce approach to combat from early Tomb Raiders doesn't work there. Yeah, because they are literally almost on top of you. And even now, even after all these years later, I still stand at the mouth of that opening of that area, just kind of taking a moment to think do i really want to put myself through this again because it's the way you know that you go into the and you think you're going somewhere that's relatively safe because the alcoves are like partially lit and you think if i go in and then all of a sudden this monstrosity she lob just drops from the ceiling on top of your head you know and you're stuck in the corner and it's just yeah that's that's not a great place that really isn't that's what I hate about it. I hate and love the fact that as well yeah. in the biggest cavern there you have that gigantic mm-hmm. egg sack. And it's so dark and you're just like <sighs> this, this Where do I go now? Of that. It is. And, and also I you know thought a giant one was gonna erupt yes. out of it. 
there was and in a way they kind of missed a trick there I but at the same so. time but at the same time what I also love about the classic Tomb Raiders is they took your expectations and they often turned them on their heads. And so the dread of something massive jumping out of that thing was enough. They didn't need to actually throw it at you. It's just the fact that, you know, uh, even though you know the game inside out, even though you know what's going to happen, once you get in that room, there is a little part of you that thinks maybe there is a secret trigger in here and I've just never done it. And it kind of makes you think no actually maybe i won't go into that really dark corner over there because who knows who knows <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure yeah that that area is probably still for me one of the biggest mysteries of tomb raider that i've not dared yeah. explore because it's it's like, i'm not so going creepy. down there because it's so so creepy yes. and it's if and if you get stuck down there it takes about three hours to find your way out of it <laughs> Because just, you're like, I know there's a ledge, but if I do that, then I'm going to have to drop my flare and I've only got six of the bastards left <laughs> and I'm not going to let it go. Yeah, that's, that's, that is quite, yes, it was definitely one of mine as well. Definitely. I love it. Right. How about well, you? What is your number two? Me? Well, this one was diff- quite difficult because actually there's quite a lot about Team Raider that scares me. And I could have picked the horrible little white things from Ireland and Team Raider 5 because they're nasty, nasty little things. And I could quite happily have picked um, the scary Shiva statues from mm. India in 2003, but instead I decided to go with Aldwych from Tomb Raider 3, which is probably one of my favourite levels, which is controversial, because I know a lot of people don't like it, because it is just so completely and utterly mental and bonkers, and none about nothing about it makes sense. And I remember um, going down there. Now, I really love a film called um, American Werewolf in London. Mm -hmm. And I've never been great on the tube because I do find the tube itself quite disorientating. And, um, you know, once you've seen that film, you're just waiting for it. You're just waiting for the sound to come. And you're like, yeah, that's it. I'm dead. And two, three, Holdwich managed to get all of that Plus it being a creepy-ass Tomb Raider level altogether. And, I mean, I, I, I absolutely, completely adore that level. It took me, I think, I think again, no walkthroughs back then. Mm. I mean, we had a little bit more on the internet, but not much. Um, we had, my husband and I had a pact... Um, obviously we, he wasn't my husband back then he was my boyfriend we had a pact that basically says the first time we played the game we wouldn't buy a walkthrough because you had to buy the prima guides yes and i still have them somewhere just don't know where but um we wouldn't but we wouldn't buy them until we played bought, yeah we fought and built and um defeated the game at least once without a walkthrough that was nearly murder because obviously I think that game I think my final count on that just to work that level out was something like seven hours you know just just to puzzle it through with no walkthrough at all was about seven hours long and so I was down there and obviously that includes all the replaying and all the bits you like the all the little bits in it that you have to do again so I was down in those tunnels for quite some time and it was god what was it? it was the train the first time you run down a track and you get hit yeah. by a bloody train i remember that the, well the drill 
you know, you're like, what's going on? Oh my God, it's so dry. It's not just a case of let's hoppity, hoppity, hoppity down to the bottom. That is a puzzle in itself. You know, now no walkthrough, no YouTube video to show you how to do it. You've got to work that out all by yourself. That was fun. That took hours of me trying to work that. I think by the time I got down to the bottom, and the, th the funniest thing was the first time I did it, I landed at the bottom and thought, yay, and then I realised that that was the wrong way to go. Oh. You actually had to go into the little bit, <laughs> which you can't reach if you go down to the bottom. So that was fun. And then these people start turning up. Yeah. And you're, and then, and, and then there's that a moment for the dog on the stairs. It's pitch black. You go across, you know, you go across the top, of, over the top of the, um, of the railway track and it's pitch black and you go upstairs and then this shape just hurls into you and you have no idea what it is. And again, it's that panic and bounce, panic and bounce, but I'm on a staircase that's not much wider than Lara. Mm -hmm. And this thing is eating me. Okay, later on you find out it is just a dog. I mean, it's a horrible zombie dog, but it is just a dog. But God, my heart <laughs> couldn't stand much more of that. It really, really couldn't. But it is. But for me, yeah, that that whole of there's something about being really oppressive. Really, it's really underground. The fact that it's set in the UK as well. It's a little too close to home. It's a little bit close to home. And like I say, when I go into London and I'm a little bit here, I am. You know, I that you you're literally supposed to be able to take tours around Aldwych, and it's like. Yes. It's something I quite like to do, but at the same time, I'm a little bit like, I think I'll be a little bit disappointed if I go there because, you know, there aren't going to be mad drills and insane jumps to make because I'm going over there. So Tell you what, let's make a deal. When, yeah. when everything is relatively normal again, I've never been to Old Witch either. I know sort of where it is. <laughs> Whatever the let's new normal the is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go and do the tour of Old Witch. Let's Definitely. That would be fun. We'll have a special Raider cast episode. Yeah, of Aldwych, definitely. Yes. And then next really time, cool. because if they don't do a Tomb Raider set in the Paris Catacombs, I'm actually going to be quite upset because that's like my one of my ideal locations. It is a phenomenal place. Have you been we'll there? there? We'll go to the Paris Catacombs. I've never been there and I'd it's love to. fantastic. It is utterly, utterly creepy, yeah. but really oh. sombre and wonderful. And I'd love to try that again. And seeing a game set there would be phenomenal Yeah, as well. I'd love to go there. Oh, could you imagine Tomb Raider set in the Paris Catacombs? I mean, oh. I mean, there's the film that everyone always says is like Tomb Raider in the Paris Catacombs. As above, so below. I was watching that the other day, and I do think that straight away, as soon as I see it, it's just like, yeah, this is like a spiritual successor to Tomb Raider. I really need to watch it that really film. Is. I'm going to try and watch it next it week. It is ever so good. <laughs> Halloween yeah, special. So good. I will come at you now with my number one. After all of all of the supernatural spiders are number nasties. two, number one's gonna be good. So Tomb Raider's filled with all of your supernatural nasties and creepy environments. But for me, like Old Witch was a little bit too close to home for you. My number one is Home Sweet yeah. Home. Because all the way <laughs> you have Tomb Raider One and all of Tomb Raider Two, or if you know, you just wanted to play the mansion levels, they were the safe place. In, like in Resident Evil, yeah. they were like your save rooms, mm -hmm. your sanctuary. And then at the very end of Tomb Raider 2, yeah. there is a home invasion. And the siren goes off. The lights are out. Lara doesn't bother turning the lights on properly. Everything is dim and dark and gloomy. And there are these strangers who are grunting and panting in the dark places of Lara's house. 
and around the house in her maze in her garden and she is she's not very well equipped yeah. surprisingly i don't know why she goes on her adventures and she never runs out of ammo but here in her own home for some reason she has about 20 bullets and a yeah. shotgun <sighs> yeah exactly so, it's like i've got oh a shotgun goodness. and three cartridges yeah thanks lara <laughs> so that the concept of it that by itself of this home invasion in what should be a very safe place was scary enough for me but i do remember torturing myself further the first few times i played it by thinking i know i can try and get into lara's basement but that would mean going through the maze in the dark <laughs> yes <laughs> not a good idea yeah don't do that no and now I can't remember if I'm just imagining no. it, but I think there may even have been someone in the maze. No, I don't think there was, because I think you have to kill everyone to finish the level, so... I think you do have to get out... Yeah, you have to kill everybody, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if they would have put someone in the middle of the maze. Mm. That might have been a bit too cruel. I was going to say, because I get lost in there in, you know, bright daylight, let alone when it's dark. It is a very, very creepy place. And yeah. It is. That is what makes it my number one horror moment for Tomb Raider. And and it, it really does play into all of those fears that we have. That you know, one thing about horror is it's about exploring fears and it's about um, you know, human beings love being a little bit scared. But when it comes to bringing it home, it is a completely different scenario, isn't it? And also at the end, the, the final guy you fight Oh my god, he's like so hard. <laughs> Thinking, it's where like were you two, during? He's got like, like two massive handgun, like, yeah, yeah, two magnum. massive, yeah, massive cannony things. And you're like, where were you? Where were they hiding you? Why didn't you come out and sort the sort her out? Like you know, like months ago. <laughs> you know, you, it wouldn't have been a very big game though. That's very true. No, it wouldn't have been a very big game. But yeah, well, you know my number one. Because it has been a tour story long told <laughs> over the years. I have children in Portsmouth who remember me telling them this story for many years back. You know, I actually had one of my kids, because I work now with children um, who have medical, have medical issues and mainly mental health issues. And so I teach a lot of children in their own homes. And one of mine turns around to me he says oh my sister used to go to my cousin sorry used to go to the school you used to teach in I said all right he said yeah and obviously I he told me her name and I was like oh yeah I think I vaguely remember her and he went yeah she remembers you and I was like oh yeah why is that then he went well I told her about you and she said oh likes Tomb Raider and he went yeah she likes Tomb Raider and she went yeah I remember the time when she was telling us all about this thing in Egypt and then she jumped on the ta on the tables and was try trying to pretend to be Lara Croft you know in front of a class <laughs> that was fun but I used to get into these things you best know. teacher ever and I used amazing. to use my board pens as, yeah use my board pens as like guns to, ex to just to just to demonstrate you know, the whole auto aim thing and how why that was helpful it was also a little bit scary because sometimes Laura would point her, yeah, she, Laura would point her guns at things and you'd be like, why? Why are you? I mean, that again, it's not my number one, but Tuma Qualipek when she does that thing at the mummy. And you're just like, do you know what? I was so stupid back then that I didn't put two and two together with the mummies in Qualipek's tomb with the mummies in Egypt. 
And so my number one horror moment was the very beginning of the commune levels in, in Tomb Raider. Um, at that point, I mean, obviously, I have just come out of Tomb to Token. I have just felt with these whatever the screechy centaur things were, you know, that I was already feeling a little bit anxious. And I got to Egypt and it was like, wow, it's, it's after the dankness of those of the sewers and the cistern and everything. It's like really quite pretty in here. It's, it's, it's orange and yellow and quite lovely. And I go and solve a nice simple puzzle and oh, look, there's a big black cat thing coming after me. Um, but that's OK. It's not much more than a lion. You know, if you shotgun shells in the face, you're sorted. But I've learned you know, over 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 my uh, months of playing this game, because remember back then, no walkthroughs, it took months. Um, you didn't just jump into an area. That was always going to be instant death. You learned to seek higher ground and then, you know, look around, see what you could see. And we used, yeah, I don't know if you used to play the little game, you dangle off the edge of a place, maybe drop down a little bit, scramble back up on the rock, turn around, have a look. See. What have you triggered? What have you flushed out? And so there I am doing this. And then I see in the distance by the side of the little Sphinx, I see, because I'm like, oh my God, that Sphinx thing, that is beautiful. I cannot wait to jump all over that. What is that all about? And then I see this thing move and I'm like, okay, let's, let's, get, let's just go up on higher ground where we know we are safe. The law of Tomb Raider says I am safe up here. <laughs> and this thing starts running around. And lo and behold, she points her guns at it. So you're like, yep, yep, I need to shoot this. But it's all right. I don't know what it is, but it looks, you know, relatively big. And I don't know what it is, but mm, I'll keep shooting at it. And I shall inspect its corpse so I can work out what it is. Again, no connection between explodey centaur things and this at this point. You know, connections was not a strong point when I first played the original Tomb Raider. And this, so this thing's running around. And so I shoot, 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 shoot. And it goes down and I think yeah oh god it exploded and I'm left with nothing apart from a deep-seated fear now of bouncy white things that I don't know what they are so I start exploring really slowly and I mean really slowly you know nothing above a walk guns out right you know I managed to get into the next sort of main sort of area through yeah, you and you go through the sphinx and you come into the main area which has got the the roly ball and the cat statue and all of that and i have made one connection between nasty things and statues tuba tohoken had statues this has a statue if nasty centaur things burst out of those statues it only makes sense that something nasty is going to come out of that cat, stitch, cat statue so there i am trying to solve this area without going near the cat statue now please bear in mind that i am you know not a child at this point i am 19 years old i'm obviously i'm li i live with my boyfriend god damn you and i'm I run around for about two or three hours trying to figure out this blinking rim without going near this cat statue. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go to bed because I'm really tired and I'm obviously not thinking straight. I can't solve this rim. 
so off I go to bed I actually have nightmares a really bad restless night you know that horrible sort of swelling feeling in your chest when you're a little bit scared of something I've got that all night over a bloody computer game so I get up in the night now we live in a basement flat that's got like it's like a studio flat there's nothing so you know Grant's just like what you're doing I'm of course solve that thing so there I am you know again you can't save everywhere you've got to go back to your last save crystal and it's like okay I'm back in this room and then I think I've got I've got to go near this cat I am petrified of this cat but I've got to go near this cat right and I go up to this cat and I am literally shaking. I'm surprised I didn't break the controller. I am so tense. And you go up to this cat and nothing happens. Nothing. Literally nothing. Not only does nothing happen, but the thing you need to do is behind the cat. So I am vexed, shall we say. Just a little vexed. And... So I sort of solve that room and I get into the water room that's got all the, you know, got all the ledges and things and I'm pulling the things out and I'm thinking bloody mummy, bloody things. I don't even know what they are. Don't know what they are. And I get to the top and I pull that block out of the way. Now, if you, you know, we all know Lara. Once she starts something, she doesn't stop. So if she's got a, like a, um, a, an animation going, you're not going to stop her from doing that animation. It's like an AOD when you're like, Lara, Lara, enemies. And she's like, no, no cupboards. Must investigate cupboards. And you're like, no, leave the cupboards alone. Fight the men. No cupboards. You know, the hand tells me. But it's the same with the pushing and pulling animation. And she's pushing this block. And this thing screams out of nowhere at you. And it literally screams. <laughs> I mean, I, it's like Godzilla mixed with something from the bowels of hell. I then think, thank you, bouncy, bouncy panic, bouncy panic, you know, guns out, bounce, 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 crunch. I mean, there's water all over the floor and yet I managed to hit the only ledge on the way down. <laughs> so not only do I have to do all of this again, because remember, save crystals, yay. I now know there is something up there. I managed to work out a way of getting over, I mean, it took about three times longer, where I can pull the block. The problem is the bastard thing doesn't come out then, it just hides in the hallway. <laughs> so you still have to go up there. And you have to trigger it. No, you have to trigger it. Which obviously back then I didn't know because I honestly probably thought they were little creatures that lived inside the machine. I didn't know about trigger points back then. Yeah, that, that was it for me for Egypt. I was absolutely and still am to this day petrified of those things. All I have to hear, I mean, you're, you, you, oh, you're on the back of the Sphinx and you trigger one and you'll hear it and it is that. <sighs> no, and that's it. I'm just like, no, 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 no. It's something about that sound and that comment. It just wires it. So it's like a car battery to the spine. <sighs> you know, and even though I like my horror, even now, after these, even though I know like they've been look, they look like they're like egg cartons, you know, stapled together. I don't care. They're still really scary and they still really frighten me. <laughs> So that is my number one horror. It's the Atl it's the cat mummies, and even more than the Atlanteans, even though they do look like they've come from the set of Hellraiser. 
there is something about those mummies that just really scares me and yeah that's my scariest moment in Tomb Raider that was that was wonderfully enacted <laughs> I particularly enjoyed the sound effects yes <laughs> you have to do it people have to know the terror <laughs> that was absolutely magnificent this was so much fun to record Claire oh my god oh <laughs> uh, yeah well you know entertainment <laughs> With that, I think we will wish everyone a very happy Halloween time. Yes. And... Uh... <laughs> Halloween! Sorry, I'll behave now. <laughs> and happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! And yes. thank you so much for joining us on Raidercast. And it has been an absolute pleasure to finally speak to you. It's been an absolute pleasure for you to have me, and I mean that in the nicest possible sense. <laughs> right, we're going to go off and scare ourselves now. I think so. I think. Uh, I think yeah. it's what you got to do. Let's go. I and think we've got to go off and find. Play some more scary Tomb Raider levels. Yeah, let's go. Let's go and find some. I mean, we not have even got to unfinished business, and how you know that is literally edged in my nightmares. You know, that's fair because they're everywhere in that. We should do but another God, one. I love it. Next Halloween, let's do another Halloween Tomb Raider episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Okay, then. Thank you so much. All right, thank you very much, then, my lovely. Take care. Follow along at RaiderCastPod on Twitter, and don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube video series so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Until next time, keep safe, keep happy, keep raiding. <laughs>